Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, I gathered Jackie, Christy, and Peter, and we got together to talk about what happens after you go through the boot camp and you raise your vibration, you do all the work, you process limiting beliefs, you get into alignment. And then something interesting happens. You start to realize that you have these intuitive abilities, and this happens to almost everyone. It's really remarkable. It's the thing I've witnessed over the last two and a half years doing the boot camp with the hundreds of people that have gone through it. Once you raise your vibration and you start to access these uh, new abilities that you have that are natural for everyone, you start to channel and be able to free write and ask your inner self questions and get all kinds of guidance. And some people are getting even more psychic and it's really interesting to see how that all happens. So I thought we'd get together for a fun conversation to talk about our fears and doubts. And you think it's all crazy in the beginning, but you keep going with it. And then you get this validation and amazing things start to happen. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We have a boot camp starting on March 28th. There'll be a group of around 100 people all over the world doing it together. It's eight weeks long. We have assignments and four calls a week, and you'll have a partner. We have a, a limiting belief workshop. We do a lot of work on our limiting beliefs. And you change your mental construct as you go in. You go through all the weeks, all the processes. You, uh, you understand how the law of attraction really works. You know how to engage it. You start to understand who, how, who you truly are. And your belief system changes in such a way that you see yourself from a higher perspective, which is translated to your vibration. And then you start to get this new reality. And it seems far-fetched, but there's nothing else like this. And I hope that you'll send me an email to Gary Bodley, B-O-D-L-E-Y at gmail.com. And I'll send you information all about it. And thanks for sharing this podcast with your friends and liking it and subscribing to it and leaving reviews and all that stuff. We really appreciate everything you do. So get ready. Enjoy this fun episode. Okay, guys. So welcome. And what's been happening in your lives? Um, well, Jackie, would you like to go first? We'll let you feel that one. <laughs> Please, after you, after you. Go ahead, Christy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, for me, which Gary and I did a little um, podcast about this a few, I guess, a couple months ago. Um, for me, what has started to happen um, you know, after I was able to get direct communication and recognize it from what was my inner self, what started happening for me was that I was getting um, images, smells, um, actual words, blocks of thought that were coming in. And I started to understand that they were from individual specific consciousness, not, not a group of consciousness, not, you know, not my inner self, but something completely different. And as I went through it and started recognizing what was happening and asking questions of it, it came out that it was, you know, a, a friend's husband who had just passed away, Gary's father who had just passed away, um, my husband's dog, which is strange, Isabel's grandmother, and just a series, but it was individual people coming in, individual consciousness coming in to me with specific messages. Dead people. Dead people, right. So, Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. And, you know, so that, that was it, but it, it's, it was real overwhelming, you know, for me in, in the sense that it wasn't, it didn't seem like something that, that I was bringing up because I have trouble doing imagery meditations where someone yeah. walks me through and says, imagine you're doing this or doing that. But all of a sudden I was getting images just pounded, like, you know, strong, clear images. So I okay, knew. Let's go back to the beginning. Prior to when we met in the beginning of 2019, 
Yeah. Were you meditating? Yes. Okay. And you were listening to Abraham. I was. And then you did the boot camp. Right. And you, and then, and then uh, well, that was 2019 or 2020? 2019. Okay. So 2019, right. So we met yeah. each other 2019. 2020 comes along and now your business is basically gone. Yep. You're at home and, and you and Drew started a new construction company and that takes off and you're very busy doing that. And so all this cool change is happening. You're daughter Lily doesn't go to school anymore. So her and her boyfriend, Jesse move in. (laughs) You got a completely different life. Everything totally changed. Everything. You're busy, right? And so you go along and when did this start happening? This started at your house um, Thanksgiving weekend. When when Drew and I came up to visit you for Thanksgiving. So So about a year and a half since you started the boot camp. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And Somebody out here. of the blue, you never had anything like this before in your life. Not, you know, not really. Now I've had memories given to me now where I had things that I thought were dreams. Um, mm-hmm. And, and now I'm, I think I'm starting to recognize that this was happening before, but it just, you know, not in this way. It had okay. been happening several times in my twenties, thirties and forties. So now let's skip to Jackie. What happened? How did, hap- how did things happen for you? Okay. I've tried for many years to start a meditation practice. Nothing ever stuck. I always had senses of people and things, but never concrete and never the confidence to know if what I was sensing, feeling, or seeing was real, let's say in quotes, I was led to the boot camp by my guides through Shoshana Bean. Uh, after I had just had a baby in the pandemic. So by myself, tons of manifestation events and my body was, it was, I would say biblical, right? It was, my body was on fire. I had thrush throughout my whole body. Everyone in my house had lice. So, you know, it was plague. It was locusts, all the things. <laughs> it was insane. My house was, was on fire. And I started the boot camp. I think I started listening to Joshua live in 2020, but I believe I actually didn't start the boot camp until the top of 2021 when I was turning 42, as we know that seven year cycle. Yep. And yep. what happened was I immediately had the inspiration as we started to start writing. Now, I just will say this. The very first time I met Joshua through you, Gary, the very thing you said to me after that call was, are you a channel? That was just you and me. Yeah. That was just you and me before yeah. I had even gotten into the boot camp, And I said yeah. immediately in my head, I said, yes. And I said, I don't know, because that was the truth of yeah. my, my ego mind. And you said, I want you to do automatic writing. And I was very resistant. It took me a long time to open that computer and start writing, even though I was listening to you. So it wasn't until the boot camp. So now I'm in boot camp and I'm open my computer and I've started writing and the writing has gone from me talking in the first person to Jackie, you, to this second person, to me. And I had this inspiration to start writing what I thought was a book, but really what ended up happening was I just wrote for 30 minutes or 40 minutes every single day. And looking back on it now, I realize it may be a version of that, maybe a book in the future. But what I realized was happening was I was making up for lost time in a way, and I was gaining clarity at that sort of very quick pace. The more I wrote, the more clarity I had, the more, the more, the more. And here I am writing for months. And you always said, how did this happen so quickly that your guides came online? And I actually believe that's why, 
just the continuous communication. Mm. And did you have any experiences as, as a child? I mean, you, you had this, yes. this vague empathic ability, but you didn't know it was anything unusual. Yes. Everyone had always it. throughout. I always felt connected to people that have crossed over and lots of experiences in my family. My sister and I have had telepathic moments where I was sick in Israel and had with mono and her throat closed up in Wisconsin, lots of connection there and a lot of open beliefs but I really didn't have a grasp as to what was happening. And like Christy said, once that comes online, it is funny because now I'm connecting deliberately. And like she said, even when my dog passed and I sat down and all of a sudden I hear, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> and this crazy. And, and I just, it wasn't me. This energy was so unlike anything I had channeled. And he's just like, Oh my God, let's, we have to talk about this. And I'm, and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I'm channeling my dog who just passed away. So <laughs> things get real weird, you know, but I'm real- glad you did that too. I thought it was so bizarre when it was the dog. I know. I Look, we'll get into that. Cause there's a lot there. But it is super exciting. I just had a quick question for Christy, which was when it first started happening and same with you, Gary, were you scared or of it at all or in resistance or open and ready? How did you feel? Well, for me, it was like I, I felt it in my head. So when I'm meditating, it was this buzzing, almost like a hand inside my skull. It was so obvious. I knew it was a presence, but I didn't take it seriously. And then I just started talking to it and got these answers back. And still, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone to take it seriously. But at no time ever was it, was it weird that was happening. It was weird for me to come out and be a channel and stuff. But, but it was cool that it was happening, right? That's cool. Yeah. But every single one of us does not believe it. There is so much doubt because we're really yeah. programmed not to believe this. In yeah. fact, if you saw the extension experience, and Peter, welcome. Peter, just Hi, guys. the perfect time. If you saw the expansion experience this weekend, we have to realize how much we're programmed to believe. And people want you to be normal. They, they want to program you into this structure where they can, I guess, trust you. And then when you step out of that, it's not so much... They don't care. I mean, it's not like they care that much because they don't care that much. It's like you are programmed to believe that you can't step out of bounds and be weird. Yeah. You know? And so that's what's happening to all, all of us. Um, I invited Happy. Peter too, because Peter, you recently had an experience as well. Would you like to share that? Yes. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hi, Peter. So this kind of started last fall up at our cottage, which is a very remote place in Northern Ontario. And um, I just started getting these feelings to um, that something else other than me had a voice that was trying to come through. And um, so I, I did a couple of sessions up at the cottage with my wife, Barb, and who's in, also in the Ascension group. And um, uh it was very strange and very, very powerful. And I didn't really know what I was doing at all. Um, and uh, I found it a little discombobulating. I, I found the, the week or so following, I would just be completely exhausted uh, until I got a sense of opening and closing a channel, uh, which then helped me in, in terms of managing my energy. 
And once I got to that point that I could um, control the flow of it a little bit better, then I then find myself now just um, really, really pumped up after having done it. And uh, what else can I tell you about it? And so how it comes in for me is I start to feel it in this part of my head. And for about a week or so prior to, it's kind of like a, just a thing that's there. And I had reached out to Gary because um, I, <laughs> I just wondered, am I going crazy here? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could literally have 40 people on this call because it is so common for people who've gone through the boot camp to have some ability. It manifests in all different kinds of things. A lot of it's intuitive. A lot of it's done by writing. Some people are full on channels. Uh, some people are getting really clairvoyant. Others are getting very empathic. They can really feel people's energies. A lot. I've had a lot of, not a lot, but I've had a few occasions where I absolutely know what someone else is thinking. I can mm. read their mind. I really think that these abilities are going to come online for everyone. It's going to be natural for us to be able to communicate non, non-verbally because essentially verbal communication is super limiting. Limiting. Oh, yes. Very limiting. You cannot get through what you're trying to express in the emotions and depth of all of it in words. Words. Yeah. Words, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah. Because when I use a word, everyone else interprets that word completely differently. But if I ex- can express emotion non-physically, you'll all get that emotion mm-hmm. and the and the intensity of it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know that Christy right now, which we think is all a warm-up because we think bigger things are going to come. What's happening to Christy is she's able to bring in people that she knew or even didn't know that well, but that she can get confirmation. She can get validation from other people that this is true. Like, like my father said to her, take care of Emily. Emily is my niece that she was very, he was, he adored and is struggling. It's that message was just totally obvious. Plus a lot million other things, you know, <laughs> thinking about South Africa and eating curry food. <laughs> this is true with, with all the, these uh, things that she's gotten. So she had, she needed to have that validation, which will allow her to keep going. And, and now you're having what's coming through now. Is it, is it a group? Is it, do you know who it is? No, I mean, now, you know, now what's happening, I think it, it possibly, it possibly could be, but like Peter said, and you said the jaw and the ear thing, what's starting to happen to me is a, like a third eye pressure and, and it's intense. And I know, okay, you know, I I just need to stop and go and, and listen to this, but everything that, that comes through for me right now is it's still messages for other people. It's not this right now, anyway, this overall blanket message. And like you guys were saying that language is so limiting what's happening are these blocks of thought that are, that are coming for me and I'm having to translate it and, and interpret it. And that's where a lot of my, a lot of my doubt comes in with it because I know that it's meant for someone specific. And so I question all the time if I'm translating it correctly because it comes through and I can, the edges are very clear and it just probably says the edges are clear and a lot of the words are clear, but in the middle it's mush. 
Yeah. And, and I'm having to, you know, just sit and, you know, and verbally say it out loud so that, and that I got the inspiration to, to call Gary at about three in the morning because I was getting a message for him. And the only way I could get it out was to verbally say it, but it was the middle of the night. So of course it was three in the morning. Right. But it's, you know, I was it's, last night. Yeah. Less and less do I feel like it's a specific consciousness. Now it feels just, it, it feels a little more broad, but then narrowed down to specifically individuals that are, are wanting a message that they can't seem to get on their own. Yeah. Do, do you, do you find Chrissy that you, you get messages that are, um, uh, let me see how I, I can explain this. Uh, when I get information comes in, it doesn't come into me verbally uh, so much. It's kind of like um, a composite. So it'll, it'll be um, color and to a degree sound and emotion. And I then have to sort of distill it into words, like push it through a funnel to bring it into here. Do, do you guys That's, experience that too? I, I do for sure. Yes. Yeah. Mine okay. is exactly like a conversation. Mine too. Yeah. Words. Okay. All words. All words no, for me. It's imagery, smells, um, definitely feelings. And I get physical sensations, the things that, that come through for me. And it's part of that validation. You know, they've been actual things where I could feel someone touching me and leaning on me in a certain way. Mm. And the minute that I recognize, I say, okay, is that for, for example, Deborah Joe, is that a way you were with Deborah Joe? The feeling will go away, but it's an, you actual- can ask the question to get yeah. more clarity if you need it, if I until you find question, it. And I'm right. If I'm, if I'm saying, okay, is this, you know, say I'm when, when I was Gary's dad, for example, I said, okay, South Africa, Indian food, is this Hugh? Is this Gary's dad? And immediately the images went away. So that's yeah. how I know they, they pull them to let me know that yes, ding, 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 right answer. <laughs> so- Which shows that you have to figure it out because you had like this really big pain in your back. Yep. And you said, is this kidney? Yeah. And as soon as you said that, it went away. So you were Wait. you were actually feeling these things, which I don't mm-hmm. feel at all. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I would say, you know, 30, 40% of what I get is physical sensation, uh, you know, and I'm laying, meditating, and I have no idea if I'm up or down. I, you know, I'm levitating, I think. It's sort of like we got the roulette of psychic abilities. Yeah. And, and luckily I didn't get that one. <laughs> So people can send you messages who are, who are on in the non-physical through your body. And so you can sort of interpret what's happening in your body and say it and get confirmation from who you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't, I don't understand. I didn't understand that feeling that I was getting from Frank that was pressing on my shoulders, his chin on my head and leaning against my back until later when I explained it to Deborah Joe. And she said that that was how she carried him around the hospital in his last days. He, it was her, his angel taxi. And she said, that's exactly what we did. He held onto my shoulders, put his chin on my head and leaned against me. And I walked him around the room. So that for me, okay, wow. Okay. So (laughs) that really happened. Yeah. So. And Peter, is yours a group or an individual? Can you feel it? Uh, It feels like uh, an individual. And uh, when this started, um, uh, Barb sort of makes notes and asks me questions during this process. And she was finding it very difficult that uh, the individual entity that's coming through doesn't have a name. And I was trying to explore the idea of a name. Um, 
And what I got back was just that it was such an ancient energy that it came from a time uh, when names were long since forgotten. So something that had not incarnated at any time recently, but was just out there. Um, well, I, <laughs> I, I was going to say this conversation, this is what always happens to me during these conversations. I my teeth start chattering and I freeze. So I'm just sitting here with my teeth chattering. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, um, it's great. Okay. Um, so, and eventually we ended up with, with a name, which, which kind of has its arrogance, um, which is a sort of, it has a Spanish kind of a feel to it. Uh, so but um, that's more really for um, to give a name to something yeah. rather than I reach out to, to, I can reach out to this entity without using the name. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And when it came through, Barbara's asking you questions and are you speaking? Yes. Wow. So it took me a few years before I was able to go from writing to speaking. Writing seems to be the easiest. How about you, Jackie? Where are you? Well, I am. I started with writing. I can do speaking. I can tell when I'm with a friend and I know a message is coming in. So now even this morning, I had a friend call and just say, can you go online with me for a second? Download what I need to hear. But for me, it's a group. It's a party. I close my eyes to meditate (laughs) and it's popping off. Okay. I am not alone. It's full of just, it's so full all the time. So it's yeah. just so fascinating to me to hear about the individuals because I'm, it's literally a party. And at one point I started, I, I know I reached, reached out to you. I started to have the swimmer's ear feeling happening and then a completely different sort of entity started coming through and that felt non-human. Mm. And that was a completely different set of messages. So that was a fun thing to explore as well. That's interesting because a lot of people, a lot of channels have different entities coming in and I haven't, it's just been this one thing the whole time. My group is like, it's like a group of um, a council made up of millions of entities, but all funneling into one voice, Mm. but it's, it's, you know, it's, it can be playful, but it's generally, this is what you're, we're here to bring you from this one belief system to another belief system. Yeah. And so there, it's just a structure to the whole thing. Yeah. What's crazy is that, and even more now than ever, is this sentence, everything is right, there's no wrong anywhere in the universe. Uh, We're seeing how important that sentence is. And that sentence, just in the last Ascension experience, and we're in fear and limiting beliefs in week four, and they're saying that this sentence or concept is your lifeline to get out of the illusion because we've been programmed to believe we're, you know, we're, we need to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And these are, and even our beneficial beliefs, what we think is good. That's even part of the programming. And this is why we all strive to be good and, you know, be validated by being good and all that stuff, but it's inauthentic. So it's interesting that, that it came completely formed. It isn't evolving. We're evolving so we can get more. And we're but understanding it deeper and deeper and in new ways, but it's yeah. the thesis of the whole approach that's, going, yeah. that's our lifeline. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I have a, a sense and I always have with Joshua and even with Abraham, that there's a lot of information being transmitted in the white space in between. So Absolutely. when Harry is in between words or taking a breath, it's almost like if we if we had one of those decoders that you used to get, you know, the red and blue glasses, there would be so much more in there than what, and I, and I guess it's just our vibration will allow us to see, but I, I have a sense that what someone will hear 50 years from now or a hundred years from now, mm. it's so much deeper than what we're able to grasp because I can almost, when he talks, I can feel it. It's like, if I could just raise up just a little bit more, there is so much more in here being said that I can't hear. Mm. I mean, can't hear mm-hmm. at all. And that no one can hear. It's just, we're just not there. And I, that sounds a little odd, but I, I have that sense of it. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Do you guys find with the meditations though, that uh, we've all been doing them a while now, and um, I find with some of the meditations, some mornings um, I'll sit the meditation and then I think, wow, I heard stuff for the first time in that. And, and I've done the meditation so many times at this point. That is such a phenomenon of you raising your vibration that you're available to information that you weren't available to, to before. So if you think about it, high vibrational thoughts and ideas exist at that higher vibration when we get up there. And I think a lot of just listening to Joshua and Abraham is vibrational work. And then of course, putting into practice and taking action and doing stuff like that accelerates that process. This is why so many people have gotten these intuitive abilities because as we go out of the fear and up in vibration, then we have access to not only our intuitive abilities, which is probably a lot into in this. We also probably have our minds are calmer as we're and more focused. And then we're a vibrational match to, to more advanced ideas. So yeah, that's that is a phenomenon that is if anyone's ever read a book and highlighted it and then re- reread a book, you notice stuff you didn't see before, especially a book that's like uh, the Joshua books and stuff. That's why what Christy said makes perfect sense because 50 years from now, people, of course, their vibration will be much higher than where we are now. So they will be able to read those words in Joshua's books and get even more out of it than we are able to, but we continue to raise our vibrations, get a little more, 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 more as we move forward. What's interesting though, is that desire has to precede all this. Now it's interesting because we didn't have the desire to channel any of us. We never said, okay, I'm going to go to school and get my channeling degree. And then I'm going to be a world famous channel have my own podcast. <laughs> nope. So ridiculous. <laughs> we had the desire to either seek more information or find something that would help us with whatever we're going with. So that desire led us here. What's interesting is that the younger people, now there's a few of them who are, who are totally into this, but generally speaking, Younger people who are at higher vibrations aren't yet interested in this. They will be maybe later on, but they're so, you know, they're so focused on what they're doing now and that time in their life. And it, it isn't even occurring to them. There's a few people, but most of them are just going about their day. And I guess they'll have to get that desire when something happens in their life, they'll be led towards this stuff. Mm-hmm. Quicker, faster. 
it yeah. will happen when they when those yeah. events happen for the younger folks mm-hmm. in the world yeah. they'll find it quicker yeah having said that christy's daughter lily went through the boot camp yeah as i say lily went through the boot camp and and just you know a few hours ago she sent me a text that she's found a limiting belief and and she was having trouble with it so i think it's really going to be interesting to watch her at 21 she is trying to do this and yes she's she's got one foot in one you know the other foot out and but as she moves through it when things get rough for her specifically she grabs for this immediately so and and works through it quickly so it is it's really interesting to watch them and how you know i've been doing this work since i was 25 yeah and it took you know, <laughs> what I, you know, I perceive is a pretty long time that I'm 55 now. And just, this is just happening for me. You know, that's yeah. amazing. But. Um, okay. So how easy is it to share this with other people in your life? Peter, do you uh, want to start? Um, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at this point, it's basically just Barbara and I doing it. Um, and uh, We've been doing sort of general interest questions, like what's going on in the world. We've been doing family stuff. It's all been very useful. Uh, and then yesterday I was thinking, I might start a Substack. I might just start blogging about this on Substack and put it out there and, and see if anybody follows it, you know? Interesting, uh, yeah. I, just as a way of, of passing the information out there, if you're sort of getting information from essentially between the worlds as to what might be happening on this plane at this time, then that could be useful Great. or give people comfort or something. Yeah. So, but in terms of telling friends and so on, uh, not quite ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was my biggest fear by far. It took me five years or six years to post anything on my personal Facebook group or page. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christy, I know you're, completely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, certainly, you know, this group, it's not difficult. Um, and I've thrown it out there to some people that I thought were close to the fence that, but not, you know, so two friends that I've thrown it out there to it. And the response is, you know, better than I would have imagined. They, they don't doubt it a bit. They don't doubt it as much as I do. They go, of course, that makes perfect sense that that would be you. That makes, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh yeah. You know, so uh, slowly, but surely. Um, I, and I know that for me, I can feel that is a big part of this. I getting through what other people think for me is, is a big one. And I know it's important. So I'm pushing myself to do it a little bit more every day, just a little bit more. Yeah. yeah you're another one I saw early on that I identified that would have these kind of abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you definitely did. And I chuckled. Yep. I saw you on a big stage. And Jackie, I know you have tons of friends into this, but anyone? Friends and family, no problem. It was obviously scary to do the podcast, but then fine. Strangers, harder. I had this urge to, I had a massage, by the way, that'll be a side note, but it was the first time I'd had a massage since I discovered this ability. And that ended up being a very busy hour in my mind. And I kept being told to ask her these questions. And I said, no, 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 I'm going to enjoy my massage. I'm not, 
I'm not going to do it. I'm closing the door. I'm, this is my time. Okay. I'm not going to change this person's life. <laughs> yeah, I could maybe, but I was thinking about Christy and if, if something c- comes through, I have such doubt that I didn't want to mess. It, it just, I just couldn't pass, push past that fear, but I will say for me, what's tricky is like this happened for me at a dinner when I'm at dinner with friends and a friend is telling a story and beating the drum of how she was wronged by the world. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, and so in that moment, I I'll say, I'm going to put my woo woo hat on now. And I sort of have that conversation and I, it's a little bit of a dance because I want to accept where the person's at, but I also want to offer up. I don't want to get in it. And she's looking to me for a, oh my God, I know that sucks. I know it's so wrong. That person right. should never have done that. And I can't do that now. Right. And so it's that, that is when I feel the tiny bit of discord because I do care. I do want, I am a harmonizer. I do want to make nice. My friends are okay with me. And like Christy said, and I know, Peter, you're getting there. It probably made sense to your wife, but people who know me said it makes sense. That that thing, that thing is for me hard mm-hmm. still. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting because we can't change the people, but right? we cannot give in to them, into their fears. Right. And even though it's, oh boy, boy, we had a friend over who knew who I was. And it was just me, Tracy, and Isabel. Can you imagine? <laughs> it was like a soul intervention here. And oh, was, man. Oh, I can't do this because of this. And this happened to me when I was young. And this and this. And this is the way I am. And all this. And my husband and divorce and all these things happened, right? And, uh, <clears throat> and so I got the message, you have to meditate. You have, oh, I can't meditate. Yes, you can. You have to meditate. Well, I meditate when I go snowboarding or whatever. <laughs> when i'm doing the dishes or when i'm driving my car and meditating no you're not you're driving your car you do the dishes right this is (laughs) close your eyes listen to a guided meditation this is the message i'm getting for you yeah but whether she takes it or not it's like it's not it's she may be taking it in a little and then three months down the line circles back she drew you to her but that's not how i can do it right Mm -hmm. I'm, and it seems like I'm being mean or tough love or whatever. And poor Tracy's trying to soften it. Right. <laughs> and right. I'm just like hitting her with, there <laughs> is no excuse. This is the life you want to live. You just said you don't have any friends. You have these problems and this problems and this problems. This is the life you want to live. No, of course not. That's not the life I want to live. Okay. Meditate, but I can't meditate. Okay. So I keep doing that, you know, <laughs> and then Tracy's like, I understand what she's going through. I said, and I feel like it raises the antsy. Now, this is a person you had just met. They know who you are. But imagine a parent, a sibling, a f- best friend. So the, the, the stakes feel in that moment higher even because you don't want to set off a trigger. And I'm not saying, of course, I do. I, I maintain as much authenticity. And if I start to feel activated, then I have to close my mouth because I not going to do any good from that place. But if I'm just in my Oshigoshi, it's, you know, it's that thing. It's that thing of still dancing, dancing. Yeah, that's probably good. And everyone who's listening to this now, you're all doing this same thing. When you're having a conversation with a friend, you have an idea of how this all works. They're complaining about some problem that is not true. They're making up some excuse for not living the life that they want to live. 
and then you're inspired to say something. And that, in essence, is channeling. That's the very beginning parts of channeling. And you can't be with that person if you're not supposed to be with them, right? If you're not there to be of service. But you can't change them. That's the only caveat in that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, and for me, I think a lot of it is realizing that I created this relationship. This, you know, this relationship was is here and it it was created out of love and I'm supposed to be here right at this moment. So why am I so afraid of what they're going to think or that they're going to close the door and, and walk out when that's just not true? It's completely irrational. And everything that I'm saying, like Jackie said, if I'm in that good spot, it's coming from love. However it lands is how it lands with them. And, and I'm, you know, I'm saying that like I'm an expert, I'm practicing this every minute of every day now, just yeah. that understanding that, that where this is coming from, knowing it's coming from love and knowing that this relationship is something I created and it's not, I'm not going to lose it. I can't. And they and, did too. They are calling you forth to say those things to them as well. Mm-hmm. That's, That's exactly right. Yeah. They're being guided to be in a situation with you. They're inspired to say something and you're inspired to say something back. So how I, how I think about it is that I'm connected to my inner self. They're connected to their inner self. And then our inner selves are working for, to, for us together. So they are inspired to say something. I'm inspired to say something and it flows real well. Whenever we feel fear, though, we sort of cut that connection. And so if you feel fear about, oh, what are they going to think about what I'm saying here? Or am I being too firm with them? I've gotten over that. So I can be pretty firm. I, I, um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going to take their bullshit. Right. Because I see it. You know, when I'm talking to people thinking about doing the boot camp, this is really fun conversation. We talk about their life and everything they're going through. But I know that they're on that call with me for a reason. And I really just want to really show up there and explain the whole process well. And make, of course, make sure that they're ready to go and all that stuff. Explain that it's not a cult. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I, I know that they're supposed to do it. 90% of them, not 10% are, but I know 90% of them, they're just, all they have to do is push past the fear. So we make arrangements for payment. They can do the boot camp over and over again. So there's no worry about timing. All they have to do is get the process started. And it's very hard for me to explain how the boot camp works now that I've done this for two and a half years to someone entering it without any premise of what it really is. Because I see what it is now, you know? Mm-hmm. And I see what can what can enable this change, which is really their block of beliefs is rigid and limited. And then that starts to open up a little bit as they go through this and more and more and more. And then everyone gets to this higher levels and abundance happens and intuitive abilities happens and and new opportunities happen and all the new people happen. All the new experiences happen. It's just amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Peter, did you have any clue that this would happen to you any time in your life? A little bit. Yeah. Um, so um, can I talk about this for a minute? Please. Okay. So uh, many years ago, uh, I knew a, a, a guy uh, 
locally, Bob, who made his living as a psychic. And he'd actually made his living in commercial real estate prior to that, and uh, then retired and uh, got into giving readings. And he would host a, a circle once a week. So we'd go over to Bob's on uh, Tuesday night or whatever. Um, we'd sit and have a uh, guided meditation for half an hour first. And then I think there was probably about six or seven of us in this circle. And uh, then you would go around the circle and you would do a reading for everybody else apart from yourself. So the first three months I'm there, I couldn't get a darn thing, nothing. Um, and then I remember one day going there and Bob is sitting over in a corner. He was an older guy. And it seemed as though he was strobing in, in the sense that I could see this ancient Egyptian person with the sort of Egyptian robes and stuff on that was flickering where Bob was sitting. And that day it came through for me. And then after that, I was just fine sitting circle. Wow. And then Bob went off to China to, <laughs> to find a wife and the circle kind of broke up. And that, that was that. Um, I've also done work as a medical intuitive. I years ago had a girlfriend who worked as a receptionist in a, uh, uh, a medical practice here in town. And if they had difficult cases, she would just email me uh, a, a Word document with a name and an age. And uh, from that, I could give a reading. So, Okay, so you're <laughs> yeah. ready, lined up, ready to go. <laughs> uh, a little bit, yeah. I, it, I could see inside the body of whoever was asking for the help kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Julie Ryan. Julie Ryan can see health and can see how close people are to death that, and, and what the stages are of death. And she, she went to some classes to learn how to do this. And she says anyone oh. can learn how to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and now she's, you know, has a podcast and world famous and does it all the time. It's so interesting. That's yeah. 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 And it never stops. There's always more too. I know that I keep getting messages through my own guides and through my guides via other people to do breath work. So Wednesday I have a two hour session with, I will give her that plug Genevieve through you from the boot camp, And I'm excited to see what's laying on the other side of that as well. It's I'm, it makes me excited to keep finding new ways, like you said, to connect with the non-physical and how whatever capacity and so i'm excited and also when you do each time the doubt then reappears anytime you sort of have that expansion to another level the imposter syndrome becomes strong again yes. and it's kind of a good indicator of oh i must be in a new arena where i'm not totally comfortable yet this is exciting and that's why i feel like i have imposter syndrome again Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Don't you don't you find that your conscious mind sort of pops up um, as you get deeper into it? Your conscious mind will come in and say, OK, this is nuts. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so the, the trick is to kind of give your conscious mind something else to do so you can go deeper into the energy of it. Totally. I was writing and I wouldn't get something or or. 
I wouldn't believe something or I would feel like someone else wouldn't believe this, then I would ask a question mentally and get clarification. And now when I'm channeling verbally, I just do, I just sit, sit in the background. I set my intentions beforehand to just be clear, sit in the background. I understand what's going on. In fact, I have to understand what's going on because the words have to make sense to me. Like I couldn't do this in French. So, so the, and also they use a lot of phrases that are common phrases that we use in the Joshua lexicon. And so the, I use those as like sort of anchors to get rolling. Mm. <clears throat> what happens sometimes is they, they want to clarify the exact kind of feeling or emotion. And so they'll say, and this, and this, and this, and it'll, it'll be all the edges of this idea, words, you know, um, to get a whole holistic idea in it. But mm. by the end of it, I'm exhausted. In fact, when I had the reading of my chakras done while I was channeling, um, he could tell when I was coming in and getting online and then when I was fading. And by the end of it, yeah, it's hard to keep focus all that time. And then I'm, I'm sweating. Scary colors start bleeding in. Yeah. Have you done the thing where you've scanned your brain while you're channeling? No. Yeah, we got to get you a, a brain scan so we can see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you could just write you could just type while you have your oh that'd be good or yeah. just meditate and just see what's going on because that's another cool thing to see yeah you you do it first yeah you, yeah right you go first yeah i, was, I see i have doubt i'm like my, nothing's changing in the brain <laughs> nothing's really happening <laughs> uh I, I i think i mean i think definitely it is i can tell um i don't know if any of you guys ever get a feeling but one thing that comes through for me a lot is this very powerful feeling. And the only way I can describe it is love, but it isn't love. It isn't that. It isn't at least what we know of. It's this kind of feeling that encompasses every emotion that I could name, at least above the horizon line, right? Uh -huh. And every emotion. And then with it, some, you know, also physical sensation that I feel like if the power went out, I could light the house. It's, wow. it's, it is a, it's a, and they flood me with it, not all the time, but every once in a while. And it just gives me this sense of, I don't know this feeling and I can't, there are, isn't a word for whatever this is there. I don't have one. And love is the closest one we have, but it's not accurate. Does anybody wow. else ever get that sensation? No. I have one very quick story about this exact thing. I will make it very brief. This weekend was my birthday. I was driving to Malibu with my husband. When I drive, I tend to get, become a psycho. So I now meditate and we take long drives for the first 15 minutes and it sets us up. I'm doing my birthday meditation and I invite my guides in immediately. Like I told you, it's always funny and fun. They said, Hey, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Seven years. We're so proud of you. Look at how far you've come. They show me a graph of my progress, my whole life. And it's this very slow, low angled arc going up. And they said, this is you in the past year. And it's an, if you know, an exponential line going straight up, I start laughing and they say, we have a gift for you. And there's a box with a ball of liquid gold light in it. And I say, you know, I could see through the box, right? And they say, no, 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 we know. Just open the box, open the box. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. 
And in my mind, I did what Peter's talking about. I think I'm making this up. There's a, a ball of light, but here's how I know I wasn't making it up because then when I opened the lid and the ball of liquid gold light came pouring out, it filled me and overwhelmed me with that exact feeling that you were just describing tears sprang from my eyes. And I just was so overcome with gratitude for my life, for all the people in it. And for the fact that I even get to be here in my physical body playing around, this is so fun. And I just couldn't get over that feeling. And then they assured me that this is you, right? This is us. Mm-hmm. And this is them. This is what we're truly made of, or just a little piece of it, whatever my physical body can actually handle right. and that we can access that at any time. And that's kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And anytime I think about that feeling, like you're talking about just carrying that with us. And now when I'm in a moment, even in the last few days, I recall that feeling. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You're the first person I've ever talked to that says, yes, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Because it is, it's only been a couple of times, but it's almost like they're giving it to me as a, just a, here's a little taste of it. Just here, here is just a little bit, whatever you can. And I do get that feeling. There's only so much that my physical body can handle because I do start to breathe heavy and cry. And it's, that's the first time I've told that story and maybe telling it fast helped that I didn't burst into tears. Yeah. Right. Me too. It's hard to talk about because I I think I start to touch the feeling again and I start to cry because that's the only thing that my body can do. And I think Abraham mentioned one time that crying is actually a raising your vibration. When you cry, you are moving up that emotional scale very quickly. And um, so I just, I wonder if that's, you know, what's happening because I can't do anything else. So it's like releasing the pent up negative emotions in the body. Yes. And so you're letting it out. Yeah. 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 Whether it's joy or sadness or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 I can relate to Jackie's story about the massage because I had the exact same thing a couple of weeks ago in a massage. I was getting all kinds of messages for this girl and I was doing what you were doing. No, I'm <laughs> not doing this. Stop, right. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I had specific questions to ask her and I, you know, oh yeah. So I didn't do it by the way, but Oh, so I'm not the only one. Well, I, we have a boundary here. Don't yeah. ask us during a massage. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this after is the so massage. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so where do you think this is leading you? Any clue? So here we are, four of us. My whole life has completely changed. This is all I'm doing except for poker, just for fun. But, <laughs> but I'm doing this seven days a week. I'm prolifically writing and making podcasts and doing Joshua Lives. And thank God there's a group of people that joins me on that, that's interested. The stuff that's coming out is more profound every week than before, uh-huh. especially in the century experience. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That experience was like, okay, just write 13, four-week courses and you know, and every day there's an email. So, right. That's every single day. There's something to write mm-hmm. and how it's progressed from the first alignment course to now in the limiting beliefs one. It's not like you thought with a B it's just like, it really is taking us out of this programming. And in fact, Joshua, I don't want to give it away, but Joshua says, basically you're in the cult of right and wrong right now. 
you don't know you're in that cult and there's mm -hmm. no one else who's not in that cult. So everyone's in the same cult. And so the only way you can break free is to listen to your inner self, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yes. Right? Because the cult yeah. wants you to listen to everyone else. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's and a, take sides. Yeah. And they just use the word cult because it was a funny word and it would get their point across. But, but it's, it's like from that perspective, you're like, oh my God, this illusion is much deeper than I think it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the message that I got recently. The most profound message is the illusion of right and wrong is, is so programmed into you. And they say all the time, imagine you can go back in time and watch yourself at 10 years old and just listen to all the times that you were told what to do and how to be and how to act and where to go, right? Our entire society is no based idea. on this premise. Everything yeah. is based on right and wrong. Everything. Mm -hmm. But don't you think so that that uh, in in ancient times this was a, a big survival mechanism for us? You know, uh, like uh, stay in the cave after dark, don't go pet Siberian tigers, all this kind of stuff. Like a whole pile of right and wrong will get you down the road to a certain point. But um, as a uh, species, even our whole vibration is raising at this point in time, and the need to have right and wrong falls away and we can tune into the neutrality and the beauty of life. Yeah. I would, I would say that as we went from hunter gatherers into a society, we needed to have right and wrong. Yeah. Or it would all fall apart. Mm -hmm. But you, if you, you, I live here in the South. People in the South are a certain way because of the civil war that yes. was uh, 150 years ago. <laughs> and it's like those beliefs are so entrenched that it goes boom, 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 boom. I got cornered at the Elks Lodge this weekend by these guys who know who I am. And everyone's super nice here. But they're like, what's this Joshua? Okay, come on, sit down. What's this Joshua all about? Mm. Right? And so I'm not going to tell them what it's all about. But what I said was talked about beliefs and that you have beliefs that you don't even know you have. And your beliefs are basically limiting you from living this full life. <laughs> the guy says, yeah, I don't fly. I won't go in a plane. And I said, because you want the control, but that control is an illusion. You have no control. The pilot has no crow. Right. And he goes, yeah, I don't want to go to a plane. So I'll drive across the country. And I said, well, if you look at that whole concept there, it's way more dangerous to drive across the country in your yeah. car than going to a plane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah, but I feel in control, but you have no control. So it's, so it's this idea here that we have to go from this control, which is all of this illusion, control of the good and control of the bad. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you what's to be good and what's to be bad, you know, mm -hmm. um, control of how you, how you handle others. So you don't, you know, trigger their limiting beliefs so that they don't come back at you because you were so used to that, you know, mm -hmm. and having to defend yourself. Um, and then, so that, that idea of fear and control and then going into total acceptance. Well, we're just scratching the surface of what acceptance is. And maybe we're in acceptance, I don't know, 5%? Maybe. Compared to 1% maybe. before, yeah. you know? And yeah. to become a deliberate creator, it's really living in this whole complete thing of authenticity and acceptance. Radical acceptance. Mm -hmm. I think that's a part of where this is all going, that things are going to be moving exponentially 
And a lot of people, as you said, everyone ultimately will be waking up and starting to desire the feelings of being on the other side of the horizon line and starting and searching for this perspective without even knowing that that's what they're searching for. Everyone's been searching, but now there's finally answers being revealed to us because we're ready for some information with people like you are providing us. And so what's happening is, is everyone is coming online in their own unique ways to reach different people. So just to keep spreading. And, and as we keep going, as Christy said, we continue to be students and students and grow and inspire and other people come on with us. And that's basically it to just help move, move us forward in this evolution. Why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're also teachers though, too. That was inherent. Yes, yes, yes. You know, of course, we're we're learning ourselves, our students ourselves, and the best way to learn is to teach. But what's interesting though is that there's new all these voices popping up, so that you hear a consistent story, whether it's on Jackie's podcast, on Joshua Live, Abraham, the same, uh, even some of the other channels. I mean, they're all every what I found was most incredible about this was every single channel was essentially telling the same story in just a little bit, slightly different way. Totally. There's no, there's no uh, inconsistency with anything that Joshua teaches within the five books and all the channeling and all the stuff. And then you add it to every other channel. There's no inconsistency in any of that. None. Just different language, people choosing different words to yeah. interpret the message. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Some yeah. Is the softer, message is the same. Some yeah. is funnier. Some is more serious. Some of mm-hmm. deep, you know, yeah, right. it's really, so, so I think the more of us who are out there shining our light on in whatever ways we do this and people say, well, I saw Christy talking about this and Gary's talking about this. And I saw someone over in Australia talking about this. It's not just one person anymore. It's, it's this whole thing going on now. Yes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I had this vision uh, one time at Christy's house where there was a power plant and the power plant, you could see the lines out to all the substations. And then the substations went to like little mini stations and the mini stations went through each road. And there was a little light on each side of that. And, and so it was like, there's a big voice and then there's all these other smaller voices and then there's actually neighbors telling neighbors. And that's essentially how we we bring mm-hmm. everyone in. Right. Yeah. I think it's just, it's a wave. And the more that we, you talk about that acceptance, the more that I see myself as the creator, the more perfect I can understand that everything is because I, well, okay, maybe in an instant, I might see something as wrong. But if, when I really understand, well, wait, I put this here. I put this here for myself. Why? Why did I put my, why do I need to, to go, you know, around this obstacle or why do I need to blow this one up? What, what is it? It's, it's me. Then you, you can start to see it getting more and more and more perfect because you set it up. You've set everything up, including this. And I have no idea when you ask that question where it's going other than it feels like a wave. It just feels like I can feel it bubbling. And I think we have this group of us here. I have a sense that there are other little groups like this all around that are doing what we're doing. And eventually 
you know, what, what is happening will meet in the middle. Um, yeah. I just get a sense and, you know, I have no idea, no clue what I'm meant to do. I'm just going along the journey and, you know, trying to, you know, accept it every day. If you had told me that there was going to be a podcast where you can listen to four people who are channeling, I would have thought these are for, you know, loony fringe kind of people. And here, here are four highly successful people. We've been successful our entire lives, educated, well-rounded. Still and... a little loony, tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the good part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know, in, in society. Uh, yeah. A good kind of loony. That's the kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's I true. can say it's, stuff, but yeah, I'm going to get in trouble. I, no, do it. Do it. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. But that's yeah. the thing is having the faith that if we had all the information, Joshua says this all the time. If you had all the information, a limiting belief is the belief without the information. When something happens that you don't like, if you saw it from the perspective of your inner self and you knew where this was leading you, you mm -hmm. understood that you were being led and you just thought, okay, this is the path of least resistance to where I want to go. Here we go. I don't yep. have all the information. I am the creator. I'm creating this hands off the wheel. Mm -hmm. And you just have a better, easier, more fun time of it. Right. Right. Absolutely. And if you knew everything, you wouldn't be here because this would serve no purpose. Yes. Right. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No uh, fun. No fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've missed out on all the fun. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you all so much for being here. This was delightful. <laughs> it was great to see your faces. Thank We're going to continue to talking about our experiences together. So we'll always be in this group together and uh, have a wonderful day. And we'll right. see you later. And Make sure Thank you catch you. Jackie's podcast, The Evolution Pod Club. Yes. Something big is going to happen to that thing real soon. <laughs> <laughs> this thought that I hope that I get too big to take Jackie's calls before she gets too big to take my calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We will never be too big to take each other's calls. I will okay. never, I will never, I will never forget the shoulders of which I stood. <laughs> right on. Right on. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. Love you, love all. you all. Thank you Thank so you. much. Nice to meet everybody. All right. Thanks again to Christy and Jackie and Peter for being brave enough to push past their fear and discuss all this, all these things that are happening for them. It's really amazing to see what happens. And it's all, uh, you know, from the boot camp. The boot camp radically changes your whole way of looking at life, your perspectives, how you see things. You become calmer. You start to get a lot more inspiration. You act on more inspiration. You get a much closer connection with your inner self. You understand how the law of attraction really works, and you can start to engage that. And then all these miracles start to happen. It's happened with about... 60% of the people who've gone through the boot camp, they start really getting clear communication from their inner selves and clear guidance. Uh, one funny thing is that everyone's emotional sensitivity rises, which is a really good thing because you become really aware when you're feeling negative emotion and really aware when you're feeling positive emotion. So it's easier to get into alignment. And from there, you can uh, act on much more inspiration because it's easier to push past fear. And then these amazing things start to happen. So I hope you'll consider joining us in the next boot camp. Please send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information. 
And thanks again for liking and subscribing and sharing the podcast with your friends. If you'd like more information, go to theteachingsofjoshua.com and you can take a look at everything we have to offer there. And if you have any questions, of course, send me an email. So until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.